This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. Don't you play movies? Movies don't create cycles. God damn it. What the fuck is going on, Horror Nation? I'm your host, Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is the Beers and Fears podcast. I think this one's going to be a good one. You fucking cunt. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, how are you guys doing this week? Clearly, we are doing fantastic. What's cooking, Rowdy? Ah, sorry. That your, one jaw's, again. your jaw's going to start hurting before too long. My jaw's going to be so fucking toned because of this beer. <laughs> this beer is so fucking sour. Uh, Tell them about it. Long fucking week. But here we are filling up our tagged table now. Yeah. Getting pretty fucking full already. Hell yeah. And I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm I really digging it. I may have spent like 35 bucks in like eight beers. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll tell you what, not all of them are good. But soon we will have a completely beer labeled tag table and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I've always wanted to have like one of those bottle cap uh, like tables. We have we have nine so far and we have at least a tenth one going on tonight. Tenth, eleventh. We have 15 altogether. Uh, so, yikes. Um, yeah, uh, this one is... Uh, by Abomination, the brewing company, out of uh, Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Brewed and canned by Free Will Brewing Company, mm-hmm. per Cassie, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's called Slushy Fight. It is slushy sour ale brewed with flaked oats, wheat lactose and conditioned on a tart sweet cherries and key lime juice alcohol is 7.3 percent by volume and uh comes in a pint and it's got a pretty cool label it's got like a snowman demon thing abominable snowman yeah just like slushy fight yeah (laughs) it's really cool and it's um it's drawn kind of in like a uh, newspaper comics style. Almost, almost but full yeah. color. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it? My my tasting ability has been compromised this week. Because you a bitch. I have... <clears throat> I woke up with a really scratchy throat. And so, um, it's... It's kind of overpowering my sense of taste. Uh, it doesn't. It, it wasn't like offensive or anything. It, right. it was definitely drinkable. It's pretty sour. But like I said, since my throat's a little bit scratchy, uh, I'm. It's it's hard for me to distinguish a lot of the flavors that you would catch on like the back end. Back end, yeah. Because it just goes down, and I'm like, oh, that was a. Ugh scratchy that's all i feel i don't really taste anything rowdy seems like it but surprisingly slushy fight is not our featured beer no actually we have one that we're actually both really uh really excited excited for we're kind of worried about it too a little bit we're just hoping Um, it's good this is um, a drink brewed and canned by 18th street brewery in hammond indiana yeah um this is called The Hunter. Yes, and last night I drank one by 18th Street that I thought I was going to hate, and it turned out to be probably the best beer I had last night. Yeah. Um, Not the same people. Yeah, I know. Um, this is a double milk stout brewed with lactose sugar and cocoa nibs. So it should be very chocolate milky and yummy. And this logo is... It is a pint, and I don't think it says what ABV it is. Uh, I thought I saw it somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I Actually, I don't think they put it on here. 
No, they don't. Uh, just because of the fact the beer I had last night does not have an ABV on it. I'm going to say it's probably in the same realm as all the others. Like a seven and a half or something? Like six to eight. You'd figure that they would have to. Oh, well, Like, you you know what I mean? Apparently not. You you would figure that that's some sort of, like, regulation thing. You would think. But I am scouring this bitch. It's got very, very beautiful artwork on it. It's holographic and... Very stylized. I'm sure it has uh, warriors from all different walks of life. You have your Japanese, you have a Nordic, yeah, mm-hmm. a ninja is what I'm gonna call that one. Five like Death Eaters. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's all, like, Chinese, like, stylized, and then there's, like, a Viking in the bottom of it. Yeah, there's, like, and an then, Anglo-Saxon warrior and a... And then either a ninja or, like, some sort of, like, mage. I was gonna say, it looks like a fucking wizard. Yeah, so... And, a, like, a old-timey cowl. If you guys get a chance, even if you don't like Imperial Stouts, at least check out the can. They did, um... They did a bang-up job on this uh, label. Yeah, I want to meet whoever fucking designed this label. Yeah. I want to see the rest of their art, because this is fucking intense. Yeah. And unfortunately, they don't have the artist's name on here at all, either. No. These motherfuckers are slipping hardcore. Yeah, no, there's a whole lot of no fucking information on this. Other than what the beer is. That's all that yeah. matters. Double milk stout brewed with lactose, sugar, and cocoa nibs. That's literally it. So, Rowdy? Yes, sir. Shall we crack them open, give them a taste? Yeah. Far I'm away from to. the mics, please. That was satisfying. That is fucking dark. Holy shit. That, That's like coffee. Yeah. No, no. My man. I spilled a little bit because I got excited. This is oh God. water oil. Look, it looks like, yeah, I was going to say it looks like I'm spilling oil. This is motor oil in a pint can. Uh, oh, God. Okay, cool. You have pint mugs, man. I know, but I was worried that this these were like Ooh. legit pints. The smell okay. of the can. Yeah, I was going to we'll say empty can later. smell. Cocoa nibs, that's all I, I smell. Very dark chocolate. Oh, this is going to be delicious. Slightly coffee. Little bit of vanilla, maybe? Slightly. Yeah, very, very, very uh, minuscule. Off the can. Okay, I'm moving to the glass. Yeah, slightly. Now, granted, these are pint mugs, so uh, you're not going to get the same smell as, like, out of, like, a Glencairn uh, Glen or a uh, tulip glass. Yeah, we used the slushy pipe. And the tulip. Honestly, not much different. It's about the same as out of the empty. Uh, to me, it smells like a very shittily uh, brewed coffee. The, right? It kind of smells like somebody who didn't know how to brew coffee made the morning drink. Yes. I feel like this not is no, definitely not like in an a offensive morning, way, but. No, like just it smells like a weak coffee. I think this will be a, would be a good breakfast beer. Yeah, yeah. You this got, is you, you got some on the tippy. Did nose. I? Did I? Fuck. All right, so let's do it. Sips. Oh, wow! Chocolate. It's very bitter. Very bitter. For right off the bat, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I give them props because. Any fucking chocolatey stout, there have been very few. Dude, I almost never am like, when, when someone's like, oh, this this stout is very chocolatey, I almost never taste chocolate. Yeah, I, I get bitterness and, uh, bitterness and coffee, like, flavor. Yeah. Uh, this one? Like, almost a mocha. Yeah. Because of the coffee and the chocolatiness. I really dig it. This is pure chocolate from the get-go. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, it's not nearly as cold as I want it to be. Well, you'll have to suck that up, Buttercup. Um, I may save this, throw it in the freezer for a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't, I like it. Yeah, it's good. I think it's like two fifty for a pint. Yeah, it's not super expensive. Uh, definitely not the most expensive I've bought. It's definitely Today. not the. It's not the cheapest either, but no. Not but bad. whatever. I'm going to enjoy double fisting. It is yeah. thick. Yeah, it's very oily. Like, not not like in color, but in in texture. Like it it sticks to your mouth. Um, the mouthfeel on it is very oily. Uh, I noticed that it's got it's got a lot of like sucralose in it because it immediately like I left a ring on the table because I spilled a little bit down the side of my mug and I went to wipe Sticky. it up what 45 seconds later and it was already it already like left a ring that I can't wipe up uh, yeah it is very sweet but bitter yeah it's weird it's weird you can tell how sweet it is but it's very very bitter and so yeah. it's it's kind of weird because you acknowledge how sweet it is, but you're like, oh, it's so bitter. It's interesting. Not as bitter as what I'm. Drinking. Um, not 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 a hoppy bitterness no, though. No, 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 just like a coffee. Yeah, like like a bitter yeah, like coffee. coffee bitter. Like your typical stout. Yeah, yeah. And. But I can tell you what I can't see through it. No, this shit is black as my fucking heart. Um, yeah, the only thing blacker than this is my lungs from all the cigarettes I used to smoke. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I, I'm literally holding it up and I can't even see my hand on the other side of the glass. No, this shit is like tar you, black. Even holding it up to the light. No. I can't yeah. see through it. You can literally only see around the, um, Oh, what's that called? What liquid that? I, I know what you're. I, what, what is that called? I can't tell you. The the part where liquid goes from flat and rides up the glass. I know it has a name. You can see through that, but immediately after, it's just solid black. The color sticks to the side. Yeah, yeah, very much. Impressive. Breakfast beer, though. Yeah, for sure. it's definitely a breakfast out. Like I. I was never really a big morning drinker. I'm I still not. No. What I I cracked open a beer at like eleven o'clock I think today. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Other than that though, the only time breakfast beer is a thing is fishing trips. And when there's the literally mountains. nothing else to drink. <laughs> up in the mountains, fishing trip. Yeah. This beer. Seven o'clock in the morning. While you're that shit will wake you up. While you're getting uh, your rods set up. Yeah. This shit would definitely wake you up. Yeah. You you'd crack that open, take a sip. Granted you also are you'd going be like, to be drunk <laughs> <laughs> shortly after you get to the lake if you have more than one or two. Your but, fucking um, lips would cave into your face with that amount of bitterness at right in the morning. Like, you're just like, ah. I can drink this instead of coffee. I mean. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. So. Oh, my, my throat made a weird noise when I did that. I think. I think my soft palate fucking vibrated when I saw it. It was like. <laughs> made a weird noise. What the fuck? I think I'm dying. Okay. So what are the other ones that yeah. we've tried? Honestly, today? I'm going to save this. On break, I'm going to go through this in the freezer and let it chill for a minute. You do you. Because um, I really like it. I want to try it at the max. recommended temperature for stouts, which is like 45 degrees or something like that. Yeah, it depends on the stout. but I could tell this one they want you to drink. I think uh, this one would be better colder, but I actually genuinely like this how it is right yeah. now. That's uh, why I'm like we also tried. Drinks. The Pipeworks Premium Pilsner out of um, 
Chicago, Illinois. Uh, wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. A little too hoppy for my taste. As soon as it got warm, it was way too hoppy. Yes, as but, soon as it started getting warmer, it got cold. Hoppy. It was definitely drinkable. Uh, Devil's Cup by the same uh, company as the Hunter that we're drinking now. Yeah, uh, is a pale ale. I was thinking it was going to be crazy fucking hoppy. Probably the best uh, drink I had last night. Yeah, while playing D and D. Yeah, this one was probably the best. And then we also tried the standby Hoppy Pilsner. And um, this is brewed in St. Louis, Missouri, right, yes. da- right so, down the road. So is this us. Um, the problem, okay, not the problem. The good thing about this um, standby, which is by Rockwell, Rockwell Beer Company, this this is something you would want to give someone who's wanting to delve, dot, delve into the into the IPA realm. Yeah, it, that's a good. Uh, this is like an IPA with like half the bittering units. Yeah, it, you, that's a good tiptoe. Yeah. Uh, beer, and then this Sven. It's a. Uh, it's a Kolsch. Yeah, Kolsch style. Yeah, Kolsch. Gotta say Kolsch style. style. Uh, ale. To me, this one was hoppier than the Pilsner. Yeah, which... Especially on the back end of it. Which kind of blew my mind because I don't normally see Kolsch's as very hoppy. Stop rubbing it. Everyone can hear that. Okay. He's rubbing all the stickers on the table. It's because it's a different texture. It's nice and smooth. It's all smooth, yeah. Uh, Yeah, very hoppy on the ass end of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but all of the beers that we've had lately are all very hoppy on the ass end. and and also they're all beers that normally we would probably never try I, I i wanted to try this one when i saw it last week oh we also tried nightmare brewing nightmare. companies I, uh columbia necktie if ever i'm up in uh where was it uh boston yeah up in boston yeah if I'm ever up in Boston, I am stopping by. At Dorchester Brewing? At this brewing company. Because I want to meet the fuckers that designed this fucking art, for yeah. one. Yeah. Or come up with these ideas of fucking nightmare fuel on a can. Yeah. Uh, the Colombian necktie is a goes ale... Soured on mangoes with lulo, soursop, and Colombian lime zest. Fucking amazing. I didn't like it. I thought it was good. But everyone else loved it. Everyone else liked it. It was just me. So take that with a grain of salt. Is it something I would sit and drink a six-pack of? God, no. No. Definitely not. Doing what we do, perfect beer. To have like one of those, it's like a Guinness. You don't have more than like three Guinnesses because it just sits heavy. It, you know. Yeah. That's that almost that type of beer, but in a different way. Yeah, that one. That one was interesting. Yeah, we keep trying these really weird beers, like um, we have. We have another one that's got like fucking chili peppers and MSG seasoning and shit in the cooler. Yeah, I don't want to try it because I was so. Well, the last I'm not, one. I'm not, th- I'm not trying to throw shade or anything. It just I can see why people would like it. We just don't. Not me. And yeah. it's by the same fucking company, and it's another like Asian fusion style. Yeah. I mainly bought it just for the fucking sticker. Yeah, and Rowdy's like, oh, you can put it on your side of the table. (laughs) Like, why does my side of the table get all the bad beers? It doesn't. You have a Colombian necktie over there. Yeah. Which I think you would have liked a a little bit more if you were actually awake. 
Maybe. Because I, I was I also mean, by really the time, tired. Yeah, by the yeah. time we all got together, we were all kind of dragging ass. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just some of these beers, man. You you're you're doing a fucking oh. number picking these bitches. That was the last one was See, backyard. I girl. didn't like that one. It's an American style lager or American lager. Bullshit. From uh, California. It's a fucking IPA. Subworth Brewing in Davis, California. That motherfucker was hoppier than an IPA. So, yeah, uh, dude, like no. you, you crack it open and it smells like pine needles. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. I finished it. I finished. I, yeah, I finished yeah. all of them except for the one that we're the, about to crack another fucking can of the same. Yeah, the kung, the kung pow was just. It was basically it, soy sauce. It was like somebody took a can, filled it halfway up with beer, and then filled it halfway up with soy sauce. Yeah, and. No offense to that brewery, uh, but Stillwater Artisanal. Yeah, no offense to you guys, but oh my god, uh, <laughs> that was one nasty bitch. Again, to each their own. If you like it, sorry. Um, On the bright side, and it's eleven percenters, so by the time you finish it, you'll have a nice buzz yeah, if you it'll can knock finish you on your it. Ass. Yeah. Other than that, though. That's what we have on the table. Yeah. We have another stout in the cooler. Yeah. Another fucking Asian infusion. Yeah, infusion beer. And then what was the other one? I don't remember. I don't either. I think it was. Oh, I guess that's all. That's right. Oh, yeah, because we, we had, had two hunters. hunters. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I knew I was going to like this. Yeah, so. We'll uh, go ahead, head to break, give you guys a little bit of a uh, ad, and then we'll hop right into the movie. And we are back. So. My bad. <laughs> you're good. So, today's episode is, of course, Friday the 13th. Yes, first of the month. That Jason is what we do. takes Manhattan. Takes a boat to Manhattan. Yeah literally yeah so uh this uh movie came out in 1989 i know we've done all of these movies so far and we still haven't broke out of the 90s for the friday the 13th movies yes oh god (laughs) um this is to me the most interesting not original timeline movie yeah because the whole like on the cruise ship like setting and stuff like that it's very interesting to me it is a different for a change yeah and it um it's almost changed for the better almost but not quite yeah not hasn't quite got there yet yeah uh, and Jason takes Manhattan. No, takes a boat to Manhattan because ninety percent of the movie is on a cruise ship. Yeah, this is a really long movie too. And then they take sewers mm-hmm. and a subway. Mm-hmm. He's on the streets of Manhattan for like two minutes. Yep. So, no. Jason, in fact, does not take Manhattan. They should have named this movie Jason Goes on a Cruise. And it would have been fucking perfect. Like. Jason's Vacation. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been, like, solid. But. It's Jason Takes Manhattan. And it all starts out with, like, 11 teenagers or some shit. Graduates. And they're all going on a cruise to New New York York City. New York, New York. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they are taking a cruise ship there. And these two assholes the night before 
trying to fuck at Camp Crystal Lake, they end up electrocuting fucking Jason and yeah, they're, awakening him. They're in a boat. And they run their anchor across high voltage line. They're just chilling in the bottom of the lake. That is on the bottom of the lake. It doesn't make no fucking sense, but whatever. So. Who in the right mind was like, you know what? This is the infrastructure we need. This commonly swam in lake needs some fucking. 30,000 volt. Yeah. Just why? Just just fucking chilling under there. Just waiting for something to happen so that everyone can die as soon as they touch the water. Or reanimate a corpse. Yeah. Or bring Jason Voorhees back to life. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he proceeds to do his thing with those two. Yeah, takes, which we'll, we'll get into that. Takes their boat to, like, the big dock, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he went downriver to the uh, to the port and hopped on the cruise ship. Yeah. And that's really where it all begins. Yeah, I mean, minus the two. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's so, such an interesting idea. Like, whoever came up with it, I want to shake their hand. Yeah, like, like, you know bravo, what? You're creative. Job. The execution may not have been right you know right there but oh we'll get into some of that fucking kudos on you all that after a kill count and everything yeah. but i was gonna say we'll go ahead and kick it off with a kill count kill count kill counts really fucking high in this one surprisingly no shit this movie is also i i don't know quite what the runtime is i haven't i didn't look any of that up it's fucking friday time. the 13th i want to say this one's pushing two hours mm-hmm. if not a little more um but the kill count is 22. Two of them, however, are false deaths. Mm-hmm. So altogether, 20 kills in this movie. And then two false kills. Mm-hmm. Number one starts off with a couple that are in like mommy and daddy's boat. On Camp Crystal or on Crystal Lake, uh, the dude gets impaled, not with the harpoon like bolt, no, but the but nose. with the nose of the harpoon itself. Yeah. Uh, and then phone auto corrected it. Susie, or as my phone wants to believe, Suzuki, <laughs> uh, gets stabbed through the heart with the harpoon bolt afterwards so that's one and two then on the cruise ship we get number three which is jj the like hair metal chick gets fucking smashed in the face with a guitar yeah it's uh it's pretty amazing she just uh, like happens takes off, screen, that... off screen off screen off, off screen uh and uh you see jason just take a fucking just baseball swing baseball swing with a giant ass flying v guitar yeah it's fucking dope um and i love it because it goes point of view yeah and so it's just <laughs> like eat this fucking guitar and then number four is I don't remember his name. Uh, he's in the sauna mm-hmm. and gets they they actually I don't think they ever say his name. Uh, he gets his ass whooped by by this boxing champ though. Yeah, gets his ass beat by a boxing kid. Goes to the sauna and proceeds to get a hot sauna rock shoved into his chest. Like, into mm-hmm. his chest. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Then, after that, number five is Tamara, the the preppy, coked-out whore that's yeah. trying to blackmail the fucking teacher. 
and like strips down naked in front of him just to blackmail him. Uh, she gets flung into a mirror, which breaks, and then stabbed with broken mirror. Number six is Jim, who gets stabbed with a harpoon. Uh, and he's like the captain's assistant. Yeah, he gets like like the fir- uh, he's like, the first mate. Like a not like a harpoon gun, but like An like a pike, like a harpoon. pike style harpoon. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like Moby Dick harpoon. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So yeah, he gets he gets hit hard with that, and then uh, Captain Robertson, I think that was the name. Yeah, something like that. Uh. There's, there's so many there's so many characters in this one it's uh, kind of hard to keep track of their names yeah so the captain gets his throat slit and uh, it fucking propped back up like he's staring the ship <laughs> until it hits like a wave Jason's an asshole until it hits a wave and the body just slowly falls backwards <laughs> that was fucking perfect comedy yeah oh my Man, Jason's oh. a fucking dick. He just, kind of, like, sets this shit up for people to find later. Uh, Kind of a uh, backtrack real quick, but totally skimmed over it. With kill number five, Tamara, she's taking a shower and, like, sees Jason walk into the room and then closes the bathroom door again. Dude. Jump scare that, obviously, me and Tucker totally fucking knew where it was coming yeah but forgot about because both of us jumped yeah we about shit our pants is jason just like it goes completely silent and then jason the shoves shining, his arm the shining yeah. breaking the fucking door yeah, yeah just like blasts the door open and both of us almost fell out of our fucking chairs jumping so high and then we fucking died laughing and we're like wow way to, way to fucking be fucking dumb yeah, uh, good jump scare. Yeah, I liked it. Back to the kill count. Number eight is the Asian chick. I know her name's said, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, she gets strangled on the dance floor, like, running away from Jason. Yeah. I still think she should have challenged Jason to a dance, dance off. off. And we were talking shit the Or maybe some DDR. That was going on. Challenge him to some DDR. Like, one of the few chicks in this movie that we didn't get to see half-naked. Yeah. Like, I want to see some strange. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, number nine is Wayne, who... Wayne is the killer, not Jason. Wayne's, like, down in the fucking engine room. Mm-hmm. And uh, totally blasts the maintenance guy with a fucking shotgun. Yeah. Square to the chest. And then immediately yeah. gets all, fucking... All because he dropped his glasses, so this dude got fucking wasted. Yeah. It's fucking uh, Velma. Yeah. My glasses, I can't see without yeah, my glasses. Basically, that's style. what happened. Um, yeah. Then he immediately gets tossed into, like, a control panel, which, like, short circuits. Yeah, so he goes extra crispy. Yeah, uh... Yeah, he burns. Hardcore. And burns for a long time. Yeah, for a fat minute. Uh, they come back and he's still burning. <laughs> yeah. Number 11 is another jock kid. I don't think he was named. No. Uh, he gets topped off, tossed off the mast Yeah. of the ship onto the antenna. Yeah, and basically gets speared with it. Yeah. Um, and he's all like his laying dumbass, sideways, all splayed out. His dumbass decided to climb a mast. Yeah, while I'm like, getting wait, chased by Jason. Why are you running to the crow's nest? That's a that's a dead end. There's nowhere way. There's no way out of that other than down. Mm-hmm. And you gonna take the quick way down? And he did about halfway up the ladder. Yeah. So. Uh, Number 12, this is your first false death. You would naturally think he's done. Mm-hmm. Is Julius gets just yeeted off the side of the fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, no shit. All of my fucking character in D&D. 
Yeah. <laughs> other than I did it to myself. Um, yeah, he gets just tossed off the side of the ship. Don't see anything else. Number 13 is uh, the crazy guy, mm-hmm. the crewman. Being all crazy with a knife, and then he just falls over. He has an axe on the back. Yeah. Uh, Shit. My bad, guys. I'm sorry. They finally get to New York and immediately get mugged. And yeah. And Reggie... Is it Reggie? No, God, I don't remember. Whatever, whatever the fucking main character's name is. Yeah, I do not. uh, Uh, Yeah, uh, Rennie. 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 She gets kidnapped, basically, and is about to get raped. Oh my God, most uncomfortable scene ever. And uh, like I'm just sitting here, and I was like, why? Why does this scene have to exist? Gets hot full of uh, cocaine. Yeah. That they are shooting, not snoring. Yeah. Um, and then right before she's about to get raped, fucking Jason comes in and saves the day and, uh, plunges the hypodermic through the back of... All the way through his body. Yeah. Of the, of one of them. The other one comes back and he just gets the simple bashing your head through a fucking pipe. Yeah. Uh... It's the small things in life that matter. Yeah. Um, and then 16 is Julius, his mm-hmm. actual death. He's trying to fucking box Jason. Yeah, he gasses himself out. Literally gasses himself out. And is finally like, take your best shot. To which Jason does. And literally knocks literally his block knocks off. his head off his shoulders. Yeah. To which you see a really shitty fucking fake head. Yeah, and it rolls down the roofs until it falls into a dumpster. Yep. Number 17 is uh, the cop that finds, like, the little group. He gets, like, pulled off screen and killed. Yeah. Uh, 18 is Miss Van Dusen. Mm Mm-hmm. She gets exploded. Yeah, she's uh, stuck in the back of a police vehicle. That that, uh, uh, that catches fire and explodes. That Rennie wrecks. Mm-hmm. And it catches fire and she explodes. Number 19 is Mr. McCullough. Mm-hmm. Who uh, gets turned upside down in a 55-gallon drum of... Yeah, he basically gets swirled. Gets swirled in some NYC filth. Yeah, like <laughs> acid rain, garbage. Ugh. And hobo poop. Yeah. Um, and a dead rat there was a dead rat in the mix mm-hmm. so yeah that's some good shit number 20 is your second false death which is Jason who comes into contact makes friends with the third rail mm-hmm. and uh, gets a little crispy obviously he yeah. comes back immediately that's when the sewer, like, they go into the sewers. Uh, 21, a sewage worker. Yeah, it's like a maintenance guy or something. Yeah. Uh, he gets his head bashed in. With a monkey wrench. Yeah. Technically off screen, but you get a shadow shot. Yeah. And, uh, the last death is Jason, who gets mm-hmm. a vat of oil, or, like, vat of acid. Yeah. Thrown in his face and then drowns. And then he's washed away in the toxic waste, basically. Well, the the, the, s- the flooding. Yeah, the sewage floods to which before the water even hits him, he starts puking water. Yeah, I don't know. The The end of this is so fucking convoluted. I don't understand what so it's supposed to be. Like, it's like... He dies and then, like, as the water is starting to drain... He turns back into a boy, but, but not only has de- hair. and he has no deformations. Yeah. So it's not even, it's not even Jason anymore. Yeah. Stupid. It's so not yeah, part so of the kill count, but it's stupid. Kill count. 20 actual death. Mm-hmm. There's three that happen off screen that you can infer. Um, other than that. 20 kills 
and two fake yeah. deaths. Tick count, uh, tick count, we get two. Four. Four. Yeah. No, three. We don't, well, get, we don't depends. get a full, it depends. full frontal. Yeah, I was like, it depends. We only get side yeah. boob of one. Uh, you get you get some uh, boobies in like the first 30 seconds. Yes. You get, then, you get a little side boob action. Um, and then the and rest. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. fucking some front, butt. too. True, true, true. Uh, yeah, and then... And then and then it's yeah, it's just peppered throughout the rest. Yeah, kind of. Um, once again, I know there's going to be someone who bitches, but titties are part of horror movies, whether you like it or not. Titties are good. Yeah, everybody loves titties. You know how many titties are Babies love world? titties. At least two per woman. Yeah. That's a lot of titties. That's a lot of titties. That's enough titties to share. Well, I will say on average, two per person. Yeah, as two Rowdy, per person. As, as Rowdy's tattoo says, save the tatas. That is Fuck right. breast cancer. But, uh... <laughs> yes, I have a pair of titties tatted on my wrist. Yeah. So... I also have uh, a penis tattooed on my leg. The, uh, That's neither here nor there. The special effects in this movie oh. <laughs> is very problematic. Um... I'll just ask you right out the gate. Tell no, me, it's but t- t- tell me, tell me about the, uh, tell me about the lightning. Oh, oh man, I the, love the lightning effects. This is some A one lightning, dude. Oh god, A one. Fucking the electricity. This shit came and straight out of Mortal Kombat, dude. I. Oh my god, I it's so bad. I have seen better CGI fucking lightning effects and goosebumps. Yeah. Than I did in this movie. Which is bad, because this is the eighth movie in the Friday the 13th series. Yeah, this one's really bad. And they've done it better in past movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, I don't know what happened in this movie, like, but their practical and special effects team was... Fucking dropped. I think they were doing meth. <laughs> because when did this movie come out? 1989. Oh, they were doing coke... Yeah, uh, lots of it. There's something wrong because the yeah the graphic. Oh my god, the it's so bad. Practical and special effects dropped in a uh, dropped in what's the fucking word I'm looking quality? for? Quality. Yeah. Don't know why that word mm-hmm. decided to go fuck right the fuck off. Uh, yeah, the drop in quality on the effects department was fucking horrendous yeah it's i i don't want to say like that you know if it's not 2019 special effects and it's bullshit because that's just not true you know right there, right there's some works of pure movie magic back in the day right. uh, and I this have is definitely not issue. one of them I want to have a single issue with the effects on this one. Uh, but like I like I've just said, the effects on some of the other ones were fucking A+. Plus, you know, were yeah. fucking spot on. The, this lightning came straight out of the Highlander. So, if that tells you how bad it is. This one was just somebody taking and cutting, like the arrow like the lightning bolt out and then coloring it fucking neon blue yeah in the film yeah basically it was a uh, very very trashy uh the the prosthetic heads were absolute garbage the, the the blood work in this movie was very it wasn't even like sweet todd yeah it wasn't esque. yeah it wasn't either that or it wasn't, you know, Quentin Tarantino style where it's so red you're like, Jesus Christ, that is not blood, but Yeah, it, it, it was, was like, almost it was almost like Sweeney Todd esque. But the reason but the it blood was like, in Sweeney Todd is the way it is is because it's meant yeah. to contrast as much yeah. as it did. Yeah. This was just like poop brown liquid. <laughs> and like gelatin. Yeah. Like it was all, it, it was, was just really bad blood. Um this is probably my least favorite uh, 
Jason unmasked looks. It's very cartoony. Oh, when his face gets melted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great. And even him as a child, the deformed, like the kids wearing mm-hmm. deformities, like no. Where where he has a fake eye just glued to the side of his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. A lot of the, uh, and I don't want to blame the practical effects team. Well. Oh, I'm, know, I'll blame them fucking hands down. Well, just because like you know everyone does their hard work, but Jesus Christ, this shit is fucked up. Would you be happy with it, knowing the fucking history of it? No. So why would you release something like that? Right. It's just, it's, oh, it's not good. Not good at all. So, um, we got that out of the way. So, Rowdy, what do you think of this movie, man? It's honestly one out of ten sailboat rides. Uh, it, it's not the best, by no means. Yeah. Not my least favorite, though. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as creativity with kills and stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's starting to get repetitive, as far as kills they've done in yeah. previous movies, so this one is like a four, maybe a five. Mm-hmm. It's too long, too drawn out. The title fucking doesn't say shit about what the fucking movie is. Yeah. Um. And quality of it mm-hmm. dropped from fuck even part seven. So, yeah, I'd say no more than a five. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree no with you, man. No less than a three. Yeah. I, like, I, I'll go a with four. a four. Yeah. Because... I definitely agree because the practical effects team really dropped the ball on this. Um, the story, when he drowns again and he becomes a normal human boy, doesn't make any fucking sense. Um why this bitch kept hallucinating an interactive hallucination about Jason as a boy um, was never really explained other than the fact that uh, her uncle pushed her into the lake but then Jason appeared as a boy and tried to drown her like why yeah I don't It, it doesn't none of it fucking adds up so I mean, other than that, it's not a bad movie. It's definitely a break from the monotony, but it's also very long. Yeah, it, it was a nice uh, refresh. Yeah. Because it's not at Crystal Lake. It's mm-hmm. somewhere else. But, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what horror movie it is, unless there are is shit going on beginning to end that is relevant and not just fucking filler like half of it is. Yeah. Hour and a half. Please. You know? Yeah. I definitely agree. Because holy shit, dude. Like, I'm fucking exhausted. I haven't done a damn thing today. Yeah. Well, we all watched two fucking long-ass movies. Yeah. Well, just saying, so, like, yeah. it's taking, it's uh, taking uh, it out of me, dude. Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh, I think we're going to nail this with a solid four. If you guys have a differing opinion, there are plenty of places you guys can get a hold of us. Easy. Anchor.fm or just drop into your show notes. Mm-hmm. There's two different op- options for you there. Quickest way is uh, voice messaging. Mm-hmm. That shit's dope. We can talk in real time, almost. Uh, you can ask us questions, whatever. Yeah. And we can also uh, throw that on an episode if we wanted to. The other thing in the show notes is listener support. Listener support is your easiest way to help us out. Uh, it's like your Patreons, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. You guys know the fucking spiel by now. I'm just going to fucking skip over trying to fucking yeah. explain it. If you don't want to do that, you can always hit us up on Facebook at Beers and Fears Podcast. Yeah. Uh, and th- while you're there, make sure you guys rate and review us on Facebook. It's always gratefully appreciated. Same with on your podcatchers. Mm-hmm. Rate and review. Five stars. That shit's like gold to them. Uh, Facebook, that's our business page if you drop down a little bit farther you can get access to the community page answer the questions we will let you in you have to answer the questions though that's where you can fucking post dank memes and bullshit with other listeners etc if you don't want to do facebook we have instagram and uh, twitter which are both at beers and fears podcast um we twitter isn't really used a whole lot uh, we do constantly post our updates there, but we don't do a whole lot of tweeting out uh, other than updates, or and we don't really do a whole lot of interaction, but that's because there's not a lot of people to interact with. So if you join it, I promise we will interact more. Instagram is where you can get a lot of behind-the-scenes footage. You can see our dope-ass fucking uh, quote-unquote desk. Yeah, and a lot of non-podcast-related things, just us day-to-day dicking around. Yep, um, vacations, breweries, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck we're doing yeah. that day. Um, we try to stay on top of it. We try to post a few times a week, if not mm-hmm. multiple times a day. There are times where we're like everybody else and life happens, so we fuck off with the phone and just do our life. Yeah. Uh, but you can get a hold of us on there. If you don't do the social media thing, you can always get us on the old-fashioned way, which is uh, Beers and Fears Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a good old-fashioned email. Yep. Uh, come straight to us. That we'll, is the business email. Yep. So, so it's a quick way to get directly a hold of us. Um, and if you guys... Uh, could share these episodes with you with just one friend it, it means the world to us um yeah and, just keep that chain going share it get mm-hmm. them to share it even if it's not their thing have them share it with somebody they yeah. think would like um but honestly other than that i know we're kind of rushing through it this week but Word of mouth is the best fucking way for real to get real. anything done anymore. Where word of mouth really, really uh, opens opportunity to expand what we do. Yes. And so, if you guys could just tell one friend about this podcast you listen to every week, we would greatly appreciate it. Other than that, we do plan on starting like a side episode a week. Probably on this channel mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, kind of more modern, what's going on in the world, just bullshitting. Episode, mm-hmm. short episode, obviously. Um, but other than that, uh, don't forget our friends over at horrormerchstore.com. Mm-hmm. I've been Rowdy. I've been Tucker. This has been the Beers and Fears podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye.